Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest, laughing back and forth at what the other has to say. Reminiscing this and that and having such a good time. Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day. Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day. That is why I want to do psychedelics at some point in my yeah. life. Like I want to do either mushrooms or acid because I want to experience like whatever plane of existence <laughs> there is beyond this one. I really, really want to experience. That's fair. Did I know about this this Hawaii trip? Did you tell me this? Um, I don't know. We booked it. Yes, like I did. Right. We you told you told us about it when we had supper. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I felt like a bad friend for not remembering because that's a oh, major thing. I'm super oh, stoked for you. You're, we haven't really like been telling a ton of people, um, yeah. so it's no. Do you have no. the uh, the in flight movie like the TV screen <clears throat> on the back of the? We do, and actually, um, United on their app, I can go in and see like all the available options, mm-hmm. and there's a freaking ton, a mm-hmm. ton of movies are all on demand, which is nice. You're gonna have to like choose beforehand, like what I want to watch. Yeah, because but you you'll spend like the entire <laughs> time just scrolling through trying to find one. There's uh, Nope is on there. I haven't watched Nope yet. Oh yeah, I, I want to see that one. So I want to see that uh, the new Top Gun they have. Yeah. My only concern is Being getting in mo- a plane and getting motion sick. Like, <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what else. Like, there's there's like a ton. The new Black Adams on there. New Black mm. Panther. Um, yeah, a lot of like older movies as well. And then I also have my Kindle. My brother let me borrow his uh, old uh, Nintendo 3DS. Oh, with like nice. Pokemon stuff. So I got that. <laughs> That's sick. Um, yeah. I'm not looking forward to a 10 hour flight. Yeah. And the time zones, <clears throat> when we land, it'll be like two o'clock Hawaiian time, but eight o'clock our time. Oh, PM. Yeah. PM. Or, yeah. That sucks. Yeah. And so we're going to have to try to stay awake <laughs> until like the natural Hawaiian time bedtime. Um, when I moved Emily, when I helped Emily move down here to Tennessee, we left at like 2 a.m. to try to beat traffic and stuff because I was pulling mm-hmm. a trailer and I didn't want to pull a trailer and like super bad traffic. Sounds but like then we got move. down here. Yeah, it was a total dad move. <laughs> and we got down here at, uh, I think we got in at like 2 or 3 mm-hmm. and like got to the hotel and... Like we weren't moving in until the next morning. Like we wouldn't get our keys till the next morning. So we had to stay up in the afternoon. Yeah. Two in the afternoon. And we had to stay up until like a decent time to go to bed. But we were so exhausted because neither one of us slept the night before. That was the worst. I think maybe the worst thing that's ever happened to me is having to stay up like that. Mm. I live, Mm. I live a pretty privileged. Worst thing in my life. I had to stay awake. But that's what I'm I, I hope that it's okay for you guys, but yeah. I'm well I'm imagining it. Yeah, so. and and honestly, so we're gonna go stay in Cleveland on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And then uh our flight leaves at like six AM to go to DC first. And so I think I'm gonna try to stay awake late Thursday night. And actually sleep on the plane 
using mm. the vitamins and sure. uh, to make myself sleep at least a little bit. So that way when I get there, I can stay awake a little bit. Yeah. So if you can stay awake for that whole time and like reset yourself mm-hmm. sleep wise, then it should be a great trip. Yeah, I think so. And, <laughs> and like, uh, so we get there Friday. Like if we can just last through Friday night and just fall asleep at like even 8.30, um, we'll probably naturally wake up early. Yeah. And then we're going to Pearl Harbor on Saturday. Do you think he'll and, cry there? Uh, I didn't last time, but now that I'm older, mm. I very well might. When was the like, last time? Uh, I was a freshman or sophomore in high school. Mm. So yeah, you're just a punk. You were just a punk kid. You couldn't appreciate it. That's right. That's what you should watch on the airplane is Pearl Harbor. I know, right? Actually, I was telling my wife that because, like, she's like, I don't really. She's like, don't judge me, but I don't really know much about Pearl Harbor. I was mm. like, I tried originally t- tried to talk her into watching World War II in HD, mm. but um, yeah, that probably not her cup of tea. Um, so, yeah. I tried, uh, or I didn't try, but I obviously I've been listening to the Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, mm-hmm. and um, what he talks about Pearl Harbor is it's very very fascinating. Really, yeah. <clears throat> but I forget most of it now because it's been <laughs> over two weeks. Thing. Over two weeks since that knowledge has entered my brain, so it's now gone. <laughs> Which is actually kind of nice because um, I mentioned World War II in HD. Like mm-hmm. I've probably watched that probably three or four times. And each time I watch it, it was like, it's like watching it again because I forget everything. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, no way. <laughs> I will go out and like get coffee with friends and stuff. And I'll get back and Emily, Emily, be, or like podcasting with you. Like when I get out of here, Emily will ask me, what did you guys podcast about? And I'll be like, um, mm-hmm. I have no idea. Like I'll remember two things from the conversation and I will not remember details. Or like she'll be like, Oh, you know, like how are how are they doing? Like what's what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. I don't remember. Like <laughs> we might I might have asked him, but I don't remember. So as I I see no, you go. I was gonna change the topic, but you go for it. Well, I was just gonna say how pleased your father's gonna be knowing that oh. I saw him at the other day. That was the first thing he said to me. Was when when are you and the other knucklehead gonna <laughs> gonna record another podcast episode? It's been a while. Apparently, he thinks that we're stupid. I, it wouldn't surprise me. Apparently, he thinks that we don't have good ideas. No, apparently not. He'll <laughs> <laughs> listen to an episode. And he'll text me and be like, "You you, you idiots! <laughs> you dumb idiots!" Well, I mean. Constructive feedback is feedback, right? <laughs> so you're rocking a, a new pair of spectacles. Yes, I am. Are they blue light or are they prescription? Both. Oh, no way. Yeah. Are you going away from contacts? No, not necessarily. Um, I just went to the eye doctor last week and got a new prescription for contacts. Mm-hmm. And she, cause I was completely out of contacts. I'd been yeah. wearing monthlies for like, there was like the third or fourth month. Oof. Um, yeah. So desperately needed to get new ones. And, uh, 
<clears throat> so she gave me a sample pair to leave with, but they weren't my exact prescription. Mm. And these didn't feel great. So I wore glasses and got my contacts in today. But yeah, blue light. Nice. They're clear. Like they, yeah. The fr- the frames are clear. The sides that go over the ears are like a a dark blue or black, maybe black. Oh, it was blue f- reflecting off your screen because you're so blue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty nice. And I like it because I have a big head, and these are big. Ah, I yeah. Little glasses on my head makes me feel <laughs> self conscious. <laughs> you should get a pair that's just like. Teeny tiny circles that sit right on the end of your nose. My cheaters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I will say, I noticed the other night I was reading that my one eye, the close up is starting to get blurry. Oh, no. I was like, no, no. <laughs> Just turned 31 and everything's going to hell. <laughs> That's unfortunate. I slept wrong the other day and my shoulder was just like killing me the whole day. Yeah. And the next day I was fine. My problem is just sleeping in general. Like I just, I am not good at it anymore. You ever done a sleep study? Never have. Oh, dude, you got to do one. I'm, I'm afraid as to what they'll tell me. Like Emily did a uh, food sensitivity test and she asked me if I wanted to do it. And I was like, nope, I do not. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. I already know, like, I just recently found out that I'm lactose intolerant. That sucks. It's such a huge bummer. I'll take the pills, you know? The lactate. Yeah. And, like, they kind of work. Yeah. It's just, like, like, I can do it, like, like I can have a pizza or whatever, but if I just, like, drink a, a big, cold, tall glass of milk, that'll, that'll get me. Yeah. And there's nothing I love more than drinking a big, cold, <laughs> tall glass of milk. Do you put ice in your milk? No. Why would I? My dad does. That's disgusting. Yeah. It's it's very, very odd. <laughs> it would water it down. He, believe me. And then you're left <laughs> with just like milky ice cubes that melt. That sounds so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's making his own skim milk. It gross. It's just getting more and more skim the yes. more he drinks it. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I'm freaking hooked. Emily got me hooked on uh, caramel iced or iced caramel lattes. Oh boy. With oat milk from Starbucks. Yeah. But the problem with iced caramel lattes with oat milk from Starbucks is that they're very expensive. This is true. And I, my addictive personality self wants one every single day. So treat what myself. I've been doing, just a little treat, just a little treat. I deserve it. <laughs> I, I was a day. good, I was a good boy today. I deserve this treat. But what I've been doing is I'll just brew a pot of coffee, like a big old pot of coffee. And that'll last me like three days and I'll do my own version at home. Like I got some like caramel, uh, flavoring stuff and then I have oat milk and I'll just like put it in my little coffee thermos and, and shake it around. And then you go three days on one pot of coffee. Yeah, man. Really? Sometimes, sometimes four if it's still in there. Oof. Yeah. It's just on the counter. Yeah. It's in, it's, I brew it in the pot and it just stays in the pot. <laughs> What's wrong Ugh. with that? It's That's iced. Just, <laughs> I'm putting it with ice and oat milk. 
<laughs> sounds disgusting. It doesn't you, go bad. You got to go to cold brew for that. Yeah, but that's like a whole to do. It's it, dude. It's easier than making a pot of coffee. You I, don't, get, I don't know the steps. You get a little pitcher. Yeah. It's very easy on Amazon. Okay. And then you put cold water in it, and then you ground coffee grounds, coarse, more coarse than thin, and you dump them on the top, and you put it in the fridge, and you let it sit all night, and then the next day the thing comes with a like a like a press a press yeah you press the grounds down it's the smoothest best tasting coffee is cold brew mm. how, how many uh, how many uh thermoses do you think you'd get out of one of those uh i don't know i mean i guess it just depends on the size of their your pitcher that you buy oh i see yeah you probably get a couple that's what i like about the pot though is like i can get three four solid days off a pot which is but it's like stale coffee. Oh. It, it doesn't taste bad. I'm putting the caramel <laughs> stuff in there. I'm putting the oat milk in there. Why don't you, you don't just, even taste the coffee part of it. Just drink <laughs> oat milk in your creamer. Well, that'd be gross without the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you become a basic white girl. <laughs> a basic white girl, but like kind of cool. Like, cause I'm drinking like old coffee, you know? <laughs> okay. So that's, that's why you do it. <laughs> Day three coffee. Am I right? <laughs> Put some fuzz on the. It's <laughs> <laughs> how I see you walking into work. Like overcompensating for the fact that you're drinking an oat milk. What is it? Uh, uh, it would be caramel, iced, iced caramel. <laughs> is it, I don't know what makes it a latte, but iced caramel coffee with oat milk. <laughs> you take a swig, you're like, mm, yep. there's that three day old coffee. I do know that if you leave coffee out for too long, it will mold. So, like day five, it's like you know, uh, four days, probably like. Honestly, probably day like 12, it starts to mold. You're just fermenting your coffee? Well, I've like forgotten it in the pot before, you know? Because yeah. before this, I didn't hardly ever do coffee. I'd like brew a pot and like do a couple cups and then forget about it. And then like I'd walk past it, you know, and be like, ooh, I got to empty that out. And then not. <laughs> now you're like, ooh, yeah, I forgot that on the counter there. It's going to be tasty. <laughs> it's going to be tasty tomorrow and the next day and the next day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's weird. I view it the same thing as like wearing pants for like a week straight without washing them. But you're not like, drinking your pants. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> so how is it in, in any comparison? It's a, it's like a little icky, but it's not like like puking your mouth mouth icky. Oh. I feel attacked personally. Well, I'm sorry. How does the coffee do with your anxiety? Um, in the it's interesting. In the past, that's why I didn't hardly ever do coffee because it would like give me like not even anxiety, just like a sense of doom. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm talking like about? Like for me, it was like I get the anxiety, like heart racing, and so then I think I'm gonna like die. Mm. And that is my sense of doom. 
I see. Which may be different than your preconceived notion of doom. Yeah. Right. That's, uh, I love that concept too, of like, uh, preconceived notions, but, um, I don't know if I used that correctly, but I, yeah, you did. Um, uh, oh, at least my preconceived notion of how you <laughs> did is correct. My preconceived notions of preconceived notions <laughs> checks out. <laughs> but for me, I would get the heart racing, but like not be like amped up. Mm-hmm. Like I would be like the same amount of like tiredness that I was before the coffee, mm-hmm. but now with just a racing heart yeah, and maybe an eye twitch. And then just like a sense of like dread of just like general, general dread, like anxiety of like something is wrong, but I can't, I don't know what it is. Yeah. But now for some reason that doesn't happen anymore unless I do like too much coffee. Like I can do like a, like one of my thermoses is good, but if like I go to church and I bring a thermos with me and then also do a coffee, like a hot coffee there, like a hot black coffee, then that'll be too much and it'll. I found if I wake up, first thing I do is I drink a cup of water. And then um, at work, like I don't eat breakfast. um, But at work, if I start drinking water for like the first hour, Mm -hmm. and then I can go make myself a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. And if I just do one cup and then just water the rest of the day, I'm usually pretty good. I don't have the anxiety feelings, but like... Come three or four o'clock, I do get like my face gets flushed mm. and like I feel myself coming down from it. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. Like the crash. But it's not nearly as bad as if I were to just to wake up and start my day with coffee. Mm. It also gotcha. doesn't destroy my innards as much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get the coffee poops. So my commute in to work is an hour and, and I start the coffee like right when I wake up. Oof. Like I wake up, I get ready, brush my teeth, go outside, grab that five day old, six day old pot of coffee, pour it into my thermos, make my thing. And then I head down the road and I'm drinking it the whole way. And then by the time I get to work, it is time to go. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I go in, I put all my stuff down at my desk and then I go right to the bathroom. <laughs> Pooping on company time. Pooping on company time. Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's what I do on company time. I got this thing of, uh, it's almost out. I'm going to have to get a new one. But in my stocking from my in-laws this year, I got a, a test sampler spray thing of poopery. Do you know what that is? Is it where you? it actually smells good or does it smell like poop? It does not smell like poop. Okay. <laughs> Like covers when, I tell you, when I tell you what it is, that is, that's a funny thing to assume. It. But um, <laughs> you spray it into the bowl and then it doesn't really have like a very pungent smell itself. It smells like a little bit like pine, mine, okay. my, my version. And you spray it into the bowl, just like a couple spritzes. And then when you poop, it covers the poop scent. Like it keeps it from escaping the bowl somehow. Wow. Like it, it traps the scent. It's a million dollar idea. It is because that's like the worst thing having like a, a shared bathroom now. Like when I was working from home, I'll blow it up, walk away, <laughs> strut away like a king. Like I don't care. But then walking out of the bathroom now at work after I've blown it up, like I'm like sneaking away to hoping nobody sees me. <laughs> <laughs> Until I get that. Hopefully my shoes aren't too recognizable. 
Oh, you guys have uh, a stall situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That sucks. But they do this nice thing is they each stall has a can of disinfectant spray. Mm. And so it's nice because every time I get in there and I'll just spray down the seat and the like everything. Yeah, that's great. Give it like two seconds, two, you know, not two seconds, but like a minute. Yeah. And then I will like wipe it down. Yep. And then it's like, I, cl- I feel better because I know it's clean. Yeah. That's my biggest thing is like, I go in there and like, I'm getting like the, like the fistful of toilet paper and I'm like, I'm wiping down mm. the seat. Do you nest? Do I I'll like put toilet paper down? Yeah. No, I, don't. I can't. If it, it feels weird to nest. Yeah. Cause like, then like it never fully seats correctly. And then like it might slide in and then you tinkle yeah. on it and it gets <laughs> stuck in places. And yeah. Then you get up and what happens if I, you know, think I got everything off my, my backside and I got toilet paper hanging out my pants. Well, that's the thing too, is like, if you're nesting, like, I feel like if I'm nesting and I'm sitting on it, when I stand up, it's going to stick to me a little bit. Yeah. My sweaty thighs after, after a good coffee, coffee poop. poop. Yeah, man. My thighs are sweaty. Yeah. And that, that, that nest is going to stick to it. <laughs> yes. And it's going to be all damp and you're probably working with single ply. How is that not going to, like, I'm just going to have to like peel it off of me and then sit back down onto the toilet seat anyway. Yeah. Skip the nest. Skip the nest. Also, I feel like in a way it's more germy. Because then you got to like touch it and stuff. Well, I feel like the toilet seat is such a smooth surface that the germs just like skip right off of it most of the time. Checks out. But with the nest situation, the toilet paper, they're going to and then attach to the paper. You've created a nest for the germs. Right. Exactly. Yes. That's why you do not nest. Never nest. And here's the thing though, right? Because, yeah, it might be like in your head disgusting to sit on a public toilet seat. Mm -hmm. But I'm not putting my hands there. And I'm not going to be touching my butt during the day. Right. And then like eating. Yeah. I'm going to wash my hands. And so in a way, you just kind of, obviously if there is uh, visible matter, mm. don't mess with that. Maybe no. just go to the next stall. Yeah. But we're talking like a, a visibly clear seat. Mm-hmm. Skip that nest. Put your cheeks right on that porcelain. Even if it's visibly clear, though, I'm still giving it a wipe down. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. It just... (laughs) Such a long time. That was a a long time to be on that topic. (laughs) We're definitely going to get a text from Matt this week. (laughs) He'll probably agree with most of that. Either that or he's just a savage. It just plops right down no matter the situation. <laughs> or squats. <laughs> Got thighs of steel. Um, I guess back onto the topic of um, eyeballs. March 28th, I'm getting LASIK. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. Actually, I didn't hear... Last we had talked, you were going for a consultation. That's right. So my consultation went well. 
they said that I'm a candidate and they actually booked me that day because there's one dude in all of the town that I live in that does LASIK. He is the only guy in this town and he only does LASIK on the first Tuesday of every month. What a, what a gig. What a gig, right? All the other time he has to see people and like consult and stuff. <laughs> but like, I can't imagine like, cause it's a fairly large town. Yeah. Like we're a suburb of Nashville. There's quite a few people. So I would imagine he's just like banging out LASIK on that first Tuesday. So you're going to get your eyeballs lasered? Going to get them lasered. How are you feeling about it? I'm actually really stoked. Like that he was ex- like, I knew what the surgery was because my dad had LASIK. Mm-hmm. So I know like what, what it is. That part doesn't really spook me or scare me. I'm sure it'll be kind of intimidating when I'm in there mm-hmm. and the laser is lasering my eye. I'm sure I'll be a little spooked. Naturally. But, but like to not have to mess with contacts anymore and then to not have to wear glasses, like that makes that I'm super whole, jealous. That whole thing worth it. Yeah. Now do you have do you have astigmatisms at all? I don't know. Okay. Would that disqualify you? Um it depends on how bad the astigmatism is. Like if it's a super bad astigmatism, you might not be able to. But what my if you dad have- had a my dad had one and they were still able to LASIK his eyes. What if you have two in one eye? Hmm. Hmm. I have a severely deformed eyeball. <laughs> that, I don't, I'm not a physician. I can't consult you either way. I don't think they could either. Maybe an optometrist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an optometrist. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a doctor, but if there, do you, how's your other eye? Is there a stigmatism in your other eye? I don't think so. I think it's just two in the one eye. Perhaps then if they can't do the one, they would still be able to do the other. And then you could just wear a monocle. Perfect. That's what I'm looking for. (laughs) Do you think you would do that? Like if you wanted to. Not a monocle, but like if you went to get LASIK and like got a consult and they're like, we can't do this one eye because it's too jacked, but this other eye we could do. You pay half as much for contacts. That's true. Only have to wear one. Yeah. Glasses would be a pain because you'd have to get like one side script and one side not. Yeah. I don't know. Would it be worth it? You'd be spending half as much money on contacts. Yeah. Hmm. I'd do it. Final answer. You'd do it. Yep. Locking that in. I don't know how much, because I did the dailies. I think I spent like 600. Dailies I think I spent expensive. 1,200 a year on contacts. Oh, goodness. You know like how much? 600 every six months. Jeez. I just bought a year supply of monthlies. Mm. And you know what I paid? Mm. $76. For a year? For a year. Oh, dude, I've been throwing money away. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I mean, I love dailies because I am lazy. Yeah. But, yeah. I will say bucks. dailies are the crux of probably my wife's and I biggest fight. <laughs> is that Stuck I just throw feet. them at the trash can and I don't <laughs> let them in. Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> 
old coffee, just <laughs> chucking my contacts all over the house. <laughs> Raw dog in your poops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, lear- I'm learning that I'm a terrible person. <laughs> Just a menace to society. <laughs> I'm sorry for the violent coughing. It was very violent. I, I had a cough like, I guess I still have it, but it started like a month ago and it's still hanging on. Did you get the vid? No, I did a... Uh, COVID test turned out. I'm not COVID. Not COVID. I'm trying to avoid everyone this week at work. Oh, yeah. Just so you don't get sick before the Hawaii trip. But the dude who sits next to me was hacking all day today. Oh, no. And he's got like the real deep voice. And yeah. uh, he leaves like two hours before I do. And when he left, I noticed he's got like a bottle of that airborne um, oh, dude. Stuff. Yeah. And so after he left, I found disinfectant spray and I just like yeah. sprayed his whole area. Yep. And so you should be pumping some vitamin C and I'm on, I've been actually ever since I had COVID, mm-hmm. I've been taking uh, vitamin C. I started taking vitamin D, especially in the winter, which has helped so much. Mm. So much. This winter has been so much better. Good. Um, so vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, uh, vitamin B, take lion's mane. Mm. Yeah. And something, oh, I started taking fish oil. Okay. Because, you know, I'm 30 something now. Yeah. You got to have one big pill. <laughs> well, there's two of them that I have to take. Oh, two? Yeah, they're ginormous. They're like Ugh. literally like this big. Yeah, I've seen the fish oil pills. They're massive. Why do they have to be so big? I don't know. Can you not concentrate fish oil? <laughs> I guess not. But so yeah, I've been and I I've been doubling like the vitamin C, D, and zinc right now for this week. Gotcha. Because. I don't want that. I want my trip to be splendid and not me snuff stiffy. Yeah. Stuffy. <laughs> we can deal with the other one. That don't be stuffy. There's a, there's a pill for that. <laughs> Same yeah. always very romantic, so. <laughs> I feel like you're almost to the point where you need like one of those uh, tray things with each day of the week on it. So Allie bought me one of those on Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) And the level of excitement is kind of embarrassing. Because you're taking so many pills now, so many vitamins. I would imagine that it is a pain. It is. And now... You can sort them all. And I know if I t- took it or not. Yeah. Mine's a little, it's like a circle. Oh, okay. As opposed to like the tray looking ones. Right. So the, cir- I, the circle is more like cool and millennial. Yeah. Not as old guy. Right. Man, that's so nuts. Like what? it's not like a, like a 
you having the trade doesn't mean that you're old, but it is so nuts that we've been friends for so long that we are watching each other go into <laughs> all of these seasons of life. Yeah. Like all of these like milestones. Like we, we are watching each other get older and older and older. Like that's that, fair. That thought to me is so nuts. And it's also kind of cool that for a good chunk of it now, there's like an auditory history. Right. Right. Like if people really want to know, they could go back and to the archives, us, which is on a separate podcast feed. It's a whole different thing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. It's a whole to do. Don't even ask. It's too much. <laughs> My brother didn't know we were still doing a podcast because he thought the last one was like our old stream. Yeah. It was just, we ended and we just stopped doing it. I was like, oh no, we've been doing it for like a couple of years. And it's like, oh, because Don it started is, a new new feed. It is very hard to find our podcast just in general. <laughs> and now that there's two that are very hard to find that are very similar in name, it's, it's very confusing. We're not yeah. We're not marketed well. No, but we got but our, our Fiji. Yeah, we got our Fiji. And that's, that's all I needed. Yeah. That's all the validation that I needed. Fahitians. Fahitians. Fajitis. How good is, Me- how good is Mexican <laughs> food, dude? <laughs> dude, I, we had taco soup tonight yeah. and we're probably going to go out for Mexican tomorrow night. Yeah. Because we're also in this phase of we're leaving on Friday to be gone for a week. And so we didn't want to buy groceries. Yeah. But we also are trying to save money for our trip, <laughs> but we still need to eat. Where, we don't can, want to... where can you go where you can get four portions for the cost of one and it's banging every time <laughs> and all the chips you can eat, all the chips, salsa, queso, if you want the best salsa too. Right. The, How do they make their salsa? <laughs> I don't want to know. Because you can't buy it in store. No, 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 no. No. Like I've gotten, like I've walked myself down that salsa aisle, like mm-hmm. looking at like the gourmet salsas, like the ones with like the hand printed labels on them. Yeah. Not they it. They don't, it's not it. Nope. What do they do? I've looked it's, up recipes online, like how it, to make Mexican restaurant style salsa. I can't replicate it. It's a perfect balance of, Flavor mm-hmm. and consistency. That's yes. the key is the consistency. Yes. Yes. Because like However, that Tostitos chunky crap. I hate that. Yeah. I, I don't want to be chewing I, tomatoes. I don't want a big tomato chunk mixed with like a big green pepper chunk. No. That's disgusting. I want to be mama birded it. But the thing, <laughs> true. <laughs> yes. But the thing with like the Tostitos stuff, like I thought like, I hate the the texture, like the the big chunks. I don't like that. So yeah. I put it in a blender before mm-hmm. to get it more consistent texture wise. And it's not, it doesn't work. Yeah. You can't do that. Not it. What is the thing with Mexican with Mexican restaurant salsa? So How good. do you do it? Same How with their chips. Which I, I had the revelation after watching an Instagram reel. Because somebody was like how many tortillas do you eat when you go to the, to the, like a Mexican restaurant? Oh, because the like chips are, the chips are just tortillas. True. Oh yeah, they're just like cutting up tortillas and uh, frying them. Yeah, and like I have 
would no doubt that I probably eat more than a bag of tortillas. Yeah, of of tortillas. Like if those chi- if the chips themselves, like in like in chip form, were in a like a family size bag, mm-hmm. I would say at least three quarters of a family size bag. I'm putting away. Oh yeah. And then like maybe like the other quarter after the food comes, and like I dive back in for the the occasional chip in the middle of my meal. Right. Tortilla form, probably two bags. I would say two bags, easy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And the queso also. I don't know how they make that. So good. Oh, dude, it's so good. And again, the Tostitos or whatever. Is it Tostitos? Yeah. Brand queso just doesn't, Especially doesn't like cut it. The yellow queso. What is that? Is it just Velveeta? I'm pretty sure it's just Velveeta. But like white? Yeah. White queso at a Mexican restaurant. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's a place locally... That has a Philly cheesesteak quesadilla. Oh. Yeah. It's as amazing as it sounds because oh. like there's that queso inside of it with the steak. Yeah. And then you got the like poblano peppers. Mm. And then they also smother the quesadilla in queso. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's so good. Honest question. Is there a happier place on earth than a Mexican restaurant? When have you ever been more satisfied? That is a good question. I think it's a, heaven on earth is a Mexican restaurant. What a revelation to me. <laughs> <laughs> like you walk in, every place is the same, basically. Like you know yeah. what to expect. You yeah. know what you're going to get. You can order by a number. Which I have to because I don't know how to pronounce or what exactly anything is really. That is the only the only downside to Mexican restaurants is the fact that I don't know what ninety ninety nine percent of the menu is, and I'm too scared to branch out and try. It. <laughs> like I I know those one or two things that I like, mm-hmm. and I'll just stick with those. And like occasionally I'll branch out and I'll try something, and almost all the time it's good. But then there's also like that I'm not pronouncing this correctly. Yeah. Have you ever had the churros? Oh, those are like the, the fried cinnamon thing. with yeah, 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 vanilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Dude, churros, picture yourself. I've never had this before, but I, I can only imagine that it's a thing. You are in Mexico. Put yourself in Mexico. I'm there. You're Which walking to, uh, I don't know. I've never been to Mexico. Like Baja or like sketchy. Let's say sketchy. Okay. Okay. I'm there. So cartels running around. Mm-hmm. You're an American tourist. Keeping my head walking, down. Keeping your head down, walking down the street. Your head's yep. down, so you don't yeah. notice it. You smell it. Mm. You smell the foods wafting. You smell the street smells. And then you walk by a churro stand. <laughs> a stand in Mexico selling churros. And you look up. And here's this vendor. It's like a hot dog cart, but instead of hot dogs, it's churros. And they're like 25 cents a piece. 25 pesos or yes. American dollars? Okay. Well, probably American. Let's say American. Okay. okay. Just, for, just for this, because I don't know the, the conversion rate. Still banger of a deal. Yeah. How good are those churros going to mm. be? Just like hot with a, 
perfect amount of crunch. Yes. And like that cinnamon that like falls into my beard. Yeah. Mm. Your whole, like you, I can only imagine like he gives you like a bag of like five churros. Mm. It's like, like wax paper around the bottom of them, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, just kind of like, like the grease is just like a little bit getting through and it's hot. Ooh, it's hot in your hands. Mm. And you just take that first snap bite off of that first churro and your taste buds just explode. Like, ah, I want it. Ah, firework. Mm. How incredible is that churro going to be? That I, best churro of all the churros. There's a lot of things going on in that that I don't know are accurate. I don't know if they have churro carts. <laughs> and I don't know if they'd be 25 cents. Yeah. But in my perfect world, that's... That's it. That's it, man. So I went down to Nicaragua for a mission trip my senior year. And just you just drive down the street and there'd be like house, house, house. And it's like, they're like, it's a third world country. Maybe, I don't know what classifies third world. Is there a second world country? Like uh, third, think, first and second? I think there actually is. They might be second maybe. Cause like there are shanty towns in Nicaragua where it's just like, metal sheeting that people have formed into into homes but then there's like nicer houses and then there's like really nice houses but like most of like the the houses in the city are just like okay like whatever houses you know like not like not crazy fancy at all mm -hmm. but you'll be driving down the street and it'll be house 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 and then a house with like four folding tables and chairs out front, like right outside the front door and somebody's grilling mm. chicken and mm. you can go there. And like, that is a restaurant air quotes restaurant. Just somebody cooking food at their house. They put out some chairs and people come and they'll, you'll pay whatever. And it'll be the best food you've ever had in your life. Or you get the worst poops of your life. Or that. Yes. No, that does sound amazing though. That, like, I wish we had that in America. I'm sure we do in some parts because yeah. America is, like, very diverse, melting pot and all that. But I feel like our, our version of that is food trucks. Yeah, probably so. You know, because, like, so. we have regulations and that's... Right. You can't just, like, I couldn't just, like, open up a restaurant today yeah, out of my garage. A Karen would definitely call the cops on <laughs> For sure. I would get shut down. Yeah. But yeah, food trucks probably. Man, I've had some good food truck food too. We have a whole list started on our phones of food trucks in Hawaii to hit. Oh, nice. Yeah. What uh, what uh, diversity of food? That we're looking at or? Yeah, that you're looking at. Uh, it's all across the board. I mean, yeah. like, Yeah. I can't really narrow it down to any one particular. Mm. Allie will probably have the chicken mm. and I will have whatever is the nationality or um, genre of food. What is, uh, 
like cultural Hawaiian food? Uh, I don't know. I think it's like, uh, I don't know. Isn't like a lot of like kind of barbecue. Yeah. That's what like, when I think of Hawaiian food, I think of luau's and I think of like roasting a pig yeah, on a spit sort of thing. I think that's, that's like, what, that's very, very generalized though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I do know that they have the best pineapple ever. Really? It's actually, Ali was telling me it's like 30% less acidic than what we have like on the mainland that we normally get. And I do remember I hated pineapple and then we went to Hawaii and I tried pineapple and it was different and it was fantastic. And I've liked pineapple ever since, but. Do you think you're going to buy a pineapple or do you think like you're going to be on the beach and like kind of venture in inland a little bit and try to find yourself a pineapple? Uh, we're talking about doing a pineapple tour. Ooh. Yeah. Where you get your own take home pineapple. It comes with paperwork too. Paperwork? Yeah, if you want to like actually fly home with it, you got Oh, like a take home, take home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see. But realistically, we'll probably just eat it in our condo. <laughs> <laughs> you should eat it on the beach. I, we should actually do that. Plop your butt down in the sand. Have you seen, uh, I saw an Instagram reel of uh, the way that you're actually supposed to eat pineapple and like each little spike you can somehow like twist and pull out. I saw that. I never know what is real on there or not. If you're taking a tour, a pineapple tour, you should ask them. I should, shouldn't I? Is there a way to eat this where you like, you just pull out like a piece? A friend told me he saw this on Instagram. (laughs) You'll get laughed off the tour by the tour guide. Probably. I'll chuck a pineapple at you. (laughs) I'm starving. Yeah, we can wrap this up. Could could you tell? They the whole back there. half of this has been talking food. about food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't eaten since 11 today. That is rough. It's now almost seven. How are you even standing? I'm, do you, I can, I'm surprised you can even see me. I'm wasting away. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this bird up. Let's do it. Um, do you have a musical instrument with you? Um, I got one behind me. I have my harmonica here if you want to do the wrap up. Okay. Oh, wait. Oh. I have my pan flute. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Give us like a little sampling of the pan flute and then I'll start the, the outro stuff. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to You're My Friend and I Miss You. It's a podcast. We're not paid. We never will be paid. Man, it's it's hard to do this with that beautiful plant pan flute serenading me. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. <laughs> but... Thank you for listening. If you want to email us, uh, I think our email is myfriendpod at gmail.com. You can email us there and we'll maybe talk about what you email us about. Maybe. 
Moral of the story is go get yourself some Mexican food. Is that technically a pan flute? I thought pan flutes had like all the different little uh, shoots, like tubes on them, you know? I have no idea. I think the box said it was a pan flute, but I could be totally wrong. Like that's, you know what I'm talking about? Like the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you blow over the top of them. I thought that's what a pan flute was. Could be very correct. So what is that then? A, A fancy recorder.